This, 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 this is mythical. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son Link from Good Mythical Morning. How you doing, Link? I'm doing good, Dad. How you doing? Oh, doing pretty good. Pretty good. Nice and chipper today. You got quite a smile on your face. You got, I don't know, is it a sneaky sneaky? Yeah, I got a little surprise for you if if you good and everything goes good. I got a surprise for you after a while during the show. If I'm good. Yeah. yeah. You're dangling the carrot. What what is good on this show? You know, I mean, how do you judge that, Dad? Uh, I got to know my criteria. I, I reckon you just said, hey, it, it, you've always, you know, except for maybe a couple of times where you try to, you know, pull me down a, a road that I don't think I want to go down. Uh you you do pretty good most of the time, so but we make it through it. I think we do pretty good. You're saying if I don't pull you down a road you don't want to go down, then you're gonna give me a surprise. Well, if you pull me down a road I don't want to go down, and you don't hey, you don't want to do that today. You don't want to miss this surprise. Okay, all right. I'll be on my best behavior. That's what out of boy. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's something I I meant to bring it up last time, and I totally forgot, and I'm going to blame it on the headphones, because when you wear the headphones, it makes me forget about your hairstyle, but we've got this running saga about the mullet. Like, weeks ago, Nana, Nancy, gave you the green light, and I gave you the green light to get a mullet, and then, like we talked about last week, when I came home and went to Highway 55... When I walked in the door at Nana's house, you were like, you noticed something different? And I was like, well, you got a haircut. And didn't you tell me? You tell me about it. Tell everybody about it. Yeah. yeah of course, it's it's grown. My hair grows pretty fast. So uh, with everything going on right now, and I ain't went and got it cut like a mullet yet, but I'm probably going to go back and get it trimmed up. But I thought you, uh, but you told me that day, you were like, I got a mullet. I did get a mullet. See, look at that. I mean, I got a mullet. Goes down, runs back down here. Yeah. So you went to the barber, or is it a beautician? You went to a hairstylist. A beautician. You go to a beautician. That's right. 
Yeah. Uh, our hair is too so important. I, I told you, though, I, when we when I got the okay from Nancy and from you about getting a, a mullet, I, I kind of looked them up on the uh, on my phone. Yeah. And some of them's pretty drastic about getting it shaved on the side and all that stuff. And I said, oh, no. And then I got to looking at other ones. And then I found one of John Stamos. Yeah. And and he had one, but he, his hair was still kind of long on the sides and cut and long in the back. And I said, that'd be my kind of mullet. Okay. So that's, that's a soft kind of mullet. That's a weak yep. mullet. That is a, you're just dipping so, your toe in mullet land. <laughs> well, that's what I, hey, and that's, that's about as dipped as I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is make it shorter on top, like make it where it can like spike up. It's laying down on top. It needs to point up on top and maybe be a flat top. Oh, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's longer here. And like you, and you, yeah. if, if you can like put your hands behind your hair and then like poof it forward and you, and your hair comes up over, it comes over your shoulders, that then you're really working a mullet. I am, it ain't going to get, I'm just going to be right honest with you. It ain't going to get cut that short. So, okay. you know. Well, I'm not taking, hey, listen, I'm on, but, I'm on my best behavior. I'm not taking you down a road you don't want to go down. I'm just telling you, in my opinion, that if it cascaded further down the back of your neck and made quite a curtain that I could then experience from the front view, that would be elated. I'd be elated. And then I'll I'll let go of the top being too short. You don't have to Brian Bosworth the top. Just give me me a little bit more of that neck curtain. She didn't cut cut any of the back, so it's it's still growing. So she didn't cut any of that back there. So we'll just have to see if it gets long enough where I can do like you say back there. You you gonna you look great no matter what, Deb. Thank you, thank you for ordering a mullet. Did you actually use the word mullet when you went in there? I want a yes, mullet. Yes, I did. And what uh-huh. was her reaction? Well, as a matter of fact, when I called her on the phone to get an appointment, because it you know I was letting my hair grow out to get long like it was several right. years ago when I was on the cookie episode of Good Mythical Morning. I I said I want I. I want to come over and get my hair cut like a mullet. You know how to cut like a mullet? And she just laughs. She says, oh, yeah, I know how to cut a mullet. (laughs) She laughed. She's a nice girl. That's great. It looks good. It's a a modern mullet. Yep. Yeah. You got a North Carolina mullet. You need a South Carolina mullet. That's right. Well, listen, I I got a holler out uh, to all the Myrtle Beasts up in Alaska that sent me all these recommendations about me and Nancy going up there on vacations. I, I have tried to read all these emails, and I have read over a hundred that I got from up there about telling me, you know, my, you know, if I was going to do like you're going to do, I, you know, take a cruise and come up here and plan where you want to go and get off and, Kind of make sure it's the time when the the whales are gonna be up here, and and then the other ones tell me said, get on a plane and come up here and get you a place to stay, and then get you one of these small planes where it can carry out to different places and show you all the country and oh. and 
leave you there for a day or two and then come back and get you and where you can see all the sites and all that stuff. So I, I've got a lot of good information about going to Alaska. And I wanted to thank all you uh, Myrtle Beast that's watching the show and on uh, YouTube and on the podcast. So, you know, I really I really appreciate you trying to help me out and and lean me in the right direction about how to go to Alaska and go on vacation. Are you fine with being on one of those little planes that they're talking about? Or are you leaning towards the cruise route? Do you like a little puddle jumper? Me and Nancy talked about that a little bit. And, you know, my friend Pat has a couple of planes. And one of them is a glider. Now, I... Pat ain't never carried me up in it. But he's carried Nancy. But he carried Nancy. Uh, so which way are you leaning? Are you are you legitimately starting to make plans? I don't know if we're going to get to do it in 2024 or 2025, but we are making plans to, oh. to figure figure out when to do it because we kind of got plans for the this year already and all the places we're going. So, oh. yeah, we, we're getting it on the agenda. Okay. And going up that way. I love the fact that people are emailing you. I hope it doesn't overwhelm you. At a certain point, you can just start making your own plans. Oh, well, it's pretty interesting. I ain't never been up there, so. Ride a whale, wrestle a bear, ski on a glacier. Uh, Dog sled. Yes. That might be something I might do now, but no, we ain't going to be riding no whale. And, and your neck's going to be real warm. You know why? Uh-uh. Well, because of that long mullet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By 2025, that's going to be a long mullet. You'll be able to wrap it around a couple of times like a scarf. Well, we might see. See? Advantages to this. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. Well, Link, we got to open up some things in the, in the mailbag this week. We got from an uh, email from... Uh, John Holmes, it says, what do you call a blind deer? What do you call a blind deer? Um, So you got a buck, you got a doe, you got, I can't see doe. I can't see blind deer. Um, uh, am Am I got anything? Uh, no. All right, give it to me. What do you call a blind deer? No idea. No idea? No idea. You don't have an idea? Uh, it, what he says, no idea. Oh, no, I, me neither. <laughs> me <laughs> me uh, either. Well, it just keeps no going, too. It oh, says, it keeps going? Okay, well. Oh, yeah, it says... What do you call a blind deer with no legs? Um, well, if you can't see, no idea. I, I would I would also say I have no idea. I would be correct. Okay. Still no idea. Still no yeah. idea. Yeah. And says, what do you call a blind deer with no legs and no genitals? <laughs> genitals. Uh, he could have just put balls on there, but he didn't do that. No, he didn't. He didn't. That's that's a good observation. Yeah. Ground venison. Mm. Still no freaking idea. 
Still no freaking idea. Yeah, and that ain't really what he put on there, but I ain't going to say it. You, you're not going to say it? Uh-uh. What, the F word? Yeah. You want me to say it? Yeah, you can say it. So you pulling me down the road? No, I don't want you to get in trouble on this episode, so. No, no fucking idea. I see it. Just because you don't have testicles. Okay, let's move on. Okay. You got me to say it. It didn't help. Maybe a little bit. I got one from Kevin Reagan. It says, I'm sitting in the jury pool room hoping to not get picked while listening to dispatches from Myrtle Beach. So here's a jury duty joke. Okay. Okay, Kevin, let's see. I was summoned for jury duty today, but when my name was eventually called, prosecutors looked me up and down and then immediately dismissed me. I asked them why, and they replied they didn't, oh, God. They they asked me why, and they replied they didn't want to risk a hung jury. <laughs> they looked you up and down. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm glad he sent that one in. I hope he did get jury duty after sending that one in. Hung <laughs> yeah. jury. Have you ever been... Uh, on a jury? I've been called before. Yeah, yeah. I've been called many times. Well, I got called several times. And you know, my daddy, your granddaddy, yeah. was a chief of police or either a detective or something with the sheriff's department. And every time they'd call, they'd, they'd have me over there and they'd say, your daddy Lincoln Neal. Uh, that would be correct. <laughs> and they said, hey, and we- they'd say, you can go. <laughs> oh, because you were in with the law. Yeah, because that, and then the, and then when I worked for the prison department, and Daddy was still, he was the chief of police, and I worked for them. And when I worked for the prison department, I got called, and uh, I thought maybe they'd still let me sit on a jury. I was kind of hoping I might get to sit on a jury, but yeah. Uh, they uh, asked me again, was my daddy Lincoln Neal? And then I said, well, that would be correct. And uh, they said, and don't you work at the prison department? They knew it. They said, don't you work at the prison department? They said, well, yeah, been down there about five or six years. And they said, you can go. <laughs> I was in there recently, and they kept calling names, and they kept calling names, and they never called my name. And then they. They let us go, and I was. Uh, everybody started cheering. Everybody who got to go, <laughs> like literally, it was like a hundred people in there, and they all started cheering. Dad, I felt like very anti-civic at the moment, but I, w- <laughs> I was cheering too, though. Because <laughs> you never know how long they're going to rope you in for. You know, it's your civic duty. But mm, well, it's according it's to whether or not if it's a civil case or a case this. Murder involved or something like that. It could take a lot. Hey, especially out there where you live. It could, I know. It. I don't want to see. I don't want to see murder photos. Like, could I just say if it was a murder case? I'd be like, listen, I get really grossed out and queasy. I don't think you're gonna want me up there, vomiting in the jury box. Like, <laughs> I'm not the man uh, for this job. I'm scared. <laughs> like that's just what I'm gonna say next time. 
Sir, um, do you have any perceived biases or any alignments with any anything pertinent to this case? I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I'm scared. Uh, uh, let me go. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try that. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I got a pretty interesting question this time from Melissa Lassiter. Okay. She said, I'm a mom with two boys, 10 and 12. Whew. Hands full. We've started talking about having the birds and the bees talk with them, and they are mortified. I won't lie. Part of me thinks this is going to be hilarious, and the other part of me is hoping I can just play this part for the podcast for my kids. Oh. Help a girl out. See, here's my two-part question. Do you have any tips, and how did you learn about sex? But it seems like in no matter how you answer either one of those, she really wants you to tell her boys Give them the talk directly. Oh, that's what it sounded like to me. She don't have. She just wants to listen to it on the podcast and let them listen to it. And, okay. And do you have any and tips? Then if, then, then if I screw it up, she can say she she can fall back and say, "No, that ain't the way that that ain't the way this works." So, but but Melissa, I, I I'm gonna give it a whirl. Try to help you out. And but the first thing I'm on. It sounds like you are married. And you got a husband. So maybe you ought to delegate some of this talking about the birds oh. and the bees to your husband and let him help with it a little bit too. That's a good tip. Uh, he ain't know, doing nothing else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then just kind of sitting around wanting her to take care of all of it. And, <laughs> I mean, That's right. Uh, he, That's right. He's a man. He grew up. He was a boy one time. He he ought to be able to draw back on something to be able to tell them boys something with. <clears throat> it's right or wrong. But, you know, in our day and time, and yours especially, they got too many books out there that's been written about all this stuff and how you tell your kids about what sex is all about and what's going on. And did you read all of them in preparation for this advice? Oh, no, I ain't read none of them. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't read none of them back when I was growing up. I didn't have to. I'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, she didn't give me these. I wish she'd have, Hey, Melissa, I wish you'd have given me these boys' names instead of just 10 or 12. If you want me to talk to them, I, I'd have liked to know what their names were. But. Let's call them Timmy and Sammy. Timmy and Sammy. Okay. Yep. yep. Timmy and Sammy, when you know, with things going on, and I kind of imagine if you would be right honest with your mother and your daddy, probably, that you already know more about sex than they, the birds and the bees, that 
then you letting on that you know, but you just wanting to put them through this painstaking ordeal for them to tell you about it to see how <laughs> hilarious it's going to be with them telling you about it. Because uh, the way schools are now and the way the phones and internet, y'all probably look this stuff up and know more about it than they do. So, uh, or at least as much about it. Yeah. But that that's the way uh, babies are made is with two people getting together, a man and a woman, and having sexual intercourse. And, you know, that's how little babies were made just like you were made 10 and 12 years ago, Timmy and Sammy. So, But what is it? What is sexual intercourse? That, hey, it, if you if you don't already know, it's when a man has a penis and a woman has a vagina, and they get together, and w- that penis goes inside that vagina, and he ejaculates sperm in there, and it ends up making a baby. That's what it is. That's pretty frank, ain't it? Yeah, that's pretty frank for Sammy and Timmy. <laughs> don't bring Frank into this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that yeah, I, th- I think that was pretty accurate. Yeah, from my understanding of it. <laughs> and the second question she wanted to know was about how did you learn about sex? Oh, well, great. If if she'd have been growing up with me, with my mama's brothers, uncle uh, Uncle Ross, Uncle James, and Uncle Johnny, and Uncle Billy. You didn't have to worry about having the birds and bees talk with somebody because they told you all about it from the from about the time I was nine or ten. I knew what was expected. He said, What was expected? This is what's expected right. of you, ten year old. Hey, back when I was growing up, you know, they, they wanted you to be ready if you ever got in a situation when you was a teenager that you knew what to do. So, hey, by the time I was 13 or 14, I knew what to do. So um, your uncles didn't, didn't they didn't want you to know what not to do. They wanted you to know what to do. Oh, that would be absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it, it's a different tone when your parents are giving you the talk and when, like, your uncles that are just a couple of years older than you are giving you the talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. different, it, it has a different and they, in, they intonation. And said, and they want to make sure, don't let me down, don't let me down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we need a full report. <laughs> yeah. My, you know that uh, mom just gave me a brochure. She worked at the, at the, um, at the health department. They got a brochure for everything. Yep. I read the brochure in my closet. With a flashlight. <laughs> All right. Well, I I hope uh, I hope Melissa that helped you. Uh, we'll just have to see. Yeah, we'll just have to find out if they if if they if they make us proud. Well, we're gonna do a thing where uh, we're gonna talk about another one of my grandkids this week. Good. I mean, once you started, I thought like, well, he can't stop until he's gone through all of them. Because somebody's going to be, you can't leave anybody out. out. You can't leave them out. All right. Now it's time for Grandkid of the Week. 
it's just like we're doing an ad this week, just like we did before. And the one we're doing this week is um, is my youngest grandkid, Zoe. Zoe. That lives in Arizona. And she's a she's kind of a different grandkid, but a special kind of grandkid like all the rest of them. But this Zoe is... When she came and stayed with us a couple of years ago, she had a sketch pad with her. Yeah. And, man, I mean, just freewheeling. Ain't, has, she has not been to school for any of this stuff, and she could draw stuff. And I'm talking about, like, animated characters, like for cartoons or people and and just draw them out and have beautiful pictures of them. Zoe, I, I'm really proud that you have something that you love to do and you can do so well at it, but I think you can carry it on to the next level and learn how to maybe to take some classes in art and fulfill a dream And it sounds like that you would love to do and be able to draw stuff, and uh, whether it's in architecture or painting, doing paintings or whatever you want to do. But sounds like you found a niche, and we'd we'd lo- granddaddy would love for you to follow it and and keep doing well at it. So I love you, Zoe, and you keep drawing pictures and doing a great job with it. Keep it up, Zoe. We love you. Well. How have I done, Dad? Have I been good enough? You done good, so... Uh, it has to be time for the surprise. The surprise is, we, we, went, we went back home yesterday to see Nancy's mama and come back down the road, and I picked up your nana and brought her. She's here at the house. Put her on. But, it, it, you know, we got the thing, don't tell Nana, but we're, we're going to do a don't tell Nana with Nana sitting right here with what's going on. Is that a good idea? All right, let's not oh, even yeah. think about it. Yes, let's do it. Go get her. It's time for another edition of Don't Tell Nana. Hey, darling boy. Hey. She's going to put those headphones on. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you well. Hey, darling boy. Hey, welcome to Dispatches from Myrtle Beach. You been waiting outside the door? I have. I thought I was coming in here 15 minutes ago. <laughs> so, Dad, you this is why you were telling me to be on my best behavior, because Nana was sitting out there listening at the, at the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I can't hear anyway. <laughs> so... Uh, you you're down there at the beach, huh? You don't visit I, that often. I am. I know it's been a while. So what? But it, I s- certainly am enjoying myself. They treat me like a queen. Well, you deserve it. So what do you what are y'all doing down there? Well, we had a wonderful meal that you might not like, but we had turnip greens and turnips and. Why every time every time Dad turns around, he's talking about Nancy and those turnips. She's getting turnt on some turnips, I'll tell you. Yeah, those turnips were delicious. I don't know. I don't just. I'm missing the magic of a turnip. I don't know something y'all do there. I need to get a hold of it. 
<laughs> I don't know what you're doing with these turnips, but all the dad, all the women in your life too are really turn up for them. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's right. Well, I haven't I haven't talked to you since I heard that Bacardi passed away. So I'm sad. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I know. I'm sad too. I still listen for those little feet to go click, click, click. He's poor little doggy. I mean, he was Papa's doggy, so that was kind of part of it that made it more sad. Because he would, you didn't consider him your dog, and then no, when Papa passed away, you said, "Now I'm stuck with his dog." That's right. <laughs> that is what you said. Well, Link, it me and me and Aunt Tacy talked about this, and you know, when me and she and I were growing up, we always had a dog, and Mama said. Can't have that dog in the house, and we bring the dog in the house, and, <laughs> and just love that dog. And she say, "I don't like them dogs. I don't like them dogs." But then she turn around, and she'd be looking after them and taking care of them when we won't there. So she can let on that she don't like them, but boy, 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 she she can take care of one good just like she did with Bacardi. So, well, you know what, Dad? She's Nana. She can have it both ways. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can I can tell you a tale. One Saturday, I had to work, and I said, "Now, Charles and Teresa, do not let that German Shepherd in the house." Okay. I worked till lunchtime, and I come home, and I said, "Did you bring those dogs in the that dog in the house?" No, Mama, we didn't bring it in the house. I went in their bedroom, and they were sleeping on twin beds. And there was dog prints all over their bed from where his feet were wet when they came in. <laughs> I bet he's forgotten that. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> but they did it anyway. And w did you dole out a punishment? No, I didn't punish. <laughs> were you were the one who would dole out the punishments more, or would you tell wait till Papa got home and you would? Yeah, that's when they'd get a switch, both of them. Oh. But Link, I, I'm gonna remind Mama one more story that we, me and Tacy talked about was when uh, Daddy and Clinton Bullock had a ski boat. I think I was about eight or nine years old when he bought it, and I learned how to water ski. And then they had it for a while, and M Mama can't swim still to this day. She <laughs> you can't swim. Dog paddle a little bit. Can you swim? <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, but so can't. Daddy and them talked her into learning how to water ski. That's and, not the right order, you know. And and so the day that she they got her in the boat and teaching her how to water ski, she had two of those small life preservers around her waist, and then they had one that you put your arms in, and. She was all tied up, and but she finally, she got in the water and she tried it, but all you could see was it looked like a little head popped up out of the top of it and her poor thing sitting in the water. But, but she suffered through it, and hey, she learned how to water ski. She couldn't swim, but she learned how to water ski. She got up that day. You did? Oh, I did. Yeah. And then you, then you kept doing it. 
After she finally learned a little bit, she didn't have to wear, she would go out and wouldn't wear quite as many life preservers where she would be a little more comfortable. Yeah. I, I told, it, it's like those video things that's on TV now. I said, if we'd have had a camera back then and took a picture of that, we'd have won that $10,000 on the video show with Nana learning how to water ski. <laughs> But yeah, those, those I had a lot of fond memories of going out on the boat and water skiing. So I think that was cool that that was like a a family tradition that Nana you you were even uh, guilted into becoming a part of. Because I oh, guess if you yeah. if you're going to be a part of the family, you got you got to at least get out there and give it a shot, right? That's right. <laughs> she did it. I'm not surprised one bit. Well, I'm. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed your. I don't know if I'll have many. Any surprises for you as good as having this is a good Nana surprise. on the podcast. So, Nana, what do you think about it? What do you think about this show? I'll tell you what uh, one of my neighbors said. Oh, yeah? Just recently, you met Donald. Uh-huh. And he said, I just think it's really awesome that this dad and son are a team, and they're good. <laughs> We're a good so, team. And and we would never do a segment called Don't Tell Nana where we talk about things we don't want you to know about. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, we would never do that. I'm sure glad it and, ain't and, cloudy here this weekend, this week. What? <laughs> you think I'm, you're going to get struck by lightning? <laughs> we might get struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and you are, you are a joy to me. You know that always. I know, but you can tell me again. <laughs> my first one. Yep. And we got to love you a long time by yourself, four or five years before any others came along. And I soaked it all up. You did. Every bit of it. I loved going to Nana and Papa's house. I mean, multiple times a week for my entire life. Eating all That's your peanut right. butter and your Nestle Quick. Uh, chocolate milk and you fried chicken every Wednesday. Oh, every Wednesday, got that fried chicken. <laughs> so many good memories. I, if listen, if you get tired of dad, if he's getting on your nerves, just tell tell Nancy to take you home. <laughs> if he, I know how he can be after three or four days. I know how he can be. He's gonna be. Working. He can get on your nerves. Oh, I'm going to work. I ain't going to be here that much. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thanks for the surprise, Dad. Special guest, Nana. Yeah. Don't tell Nana that we had Nana on. Yeah. We're going uh, to wrap this episode up, and it was fun having you here with us today and all of y'all. We'll see y'all back here next Tuesday and next Thursday for another episode. So... Uh, come on back. We won't have one as special as Nana, but we're gonna have some. We're gonna have a good one. So if you got a joke or a question you'd like to share with me, email me at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. So we can't wait to spin your world around again next week. So we're gonna rock it and spin it one more time. So just come on back and see us. And we love you. Love you too. Love you.